Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. We all have ways to deal with feeling guilty about being dishonest. Maybe we try to balance an immoral act by doing something good. Or maybe we punish ourselves for our dishonesty. This week, Dan talks with Tom Gilovich, a psychologist from Cornell University, about some of the constructive and destructive ways we try to alleviate guilt. When people behave in a morally questionable way, that produces some tension. And the question is, what do you do with that tension? Uh, it wants to resolve itself. We don't want to walk around this sort of roiling cauldron within. So we've got to do things. And uh, what do we do? Uh, Chen Bo Zhang uh, did this provocative paper that was quite intriguing, showing that uh, when people are reminded of uh, a questionably moral action of theirs, uh, and then after the experiment, they're, uh, I think that for some reason they have a choice of which kind of product to pick, a hand wipe and something else. Mm -hmm. And you want to pick the hand wipe. Uh, you want to cleanse yourself. The act of you know, taking the hand wipe and uh, wiping your hands makes you uh, feel cleaner, that you've cleansed yourself of that moral infraction. That's one way of dealing with uh, the tension. And, and in, in, his way, case, in his case, it was completely symbolic. There's nothing to do with hands. It was just a symbolic act of hand washing somehow alleviates some of the guilt connected to this misbehavior. Yes. Uh, which is particularly intriguing, I think. Yes. Um, and uh, there's a long history in social psychology that another way that people do this is to balance the scales by doing social good. Um, I've done something bad or I'm reminded of something bad that I've done and along comes an opportunity to uh, give to charity. Boy, do I jump on that because now I don't have to feel so badly about myself. Yeah, okay, I let people down in this regard. On the other hand... Look um, what I do for the good causes. Yeah, and, Dan, you were and, about to say. And, and then we get to our version of it, which is not yeah. as nice to other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but uh, borrows from the same metaphor. It's balancing the scales. Again, I've done something bad to uh, someone else. Uh, how can I balance those scales? Well, do something uh, bad to myself. Uh, and uh, do I engage in physical self-punishment uh, to even the scales? And uh, the historical idea uh, behind this were the medieval uh, flagellants who would go from town to town whipping themselves, beating themselves to sort of balance the moral scales. And indeed, that's what we found, right? We found that if you, uh, people are reminded of something they've done, then they are much more likely to give themselves a higher electrical shock. Yes. Uh, presumably uh -huh. to kind of uh, cover it up and balance the, the scale. You know, what, yep. I, what I thought about this compared to the social good is that it's quite a sad result, right? It would be nice if punishing ourselves was not going to help, that in order to restore karma to the world and balance the scale, it would only help if we did something good for the world rather than something, something bad. But of course, lots of religions have this uh, element on, of self-suffering. It, it kind of struck me as a sad part of human nature. It would have been so much nicer if it wasn't, if this would not allow us to balance the scale and what would only allow us to balance the scale is if we did something good for the planet, if we did something good for other people, if we had to actually create a positive view rather right. than negative suffering. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, if we start from, uh, you know, where we began here, you do something bad and you've got this tension inside you, that tension is an energy. And that energy can be devoted to something productive or something unproductive, directed inward that really doesn't do much. Uh, and that's, and shocking yourself, what does that do? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, I mean, the only way we can interpret it is maybe it prevents you from doing something uh, in the future, but it's very much a maybe compared to something else that could have also helped somebody else. Okay, so with this uh, sad view, actually, before we finish, do you have <laughs> any, any kind of good way to channel this negative approach people have to torturing themselves? It would be nice to, again, ch- to when that energy is there, to have available for uh, people. Uh, you know, people will pick the path of least resistance. So if you have available ways that they can give to uh, the social good, uh, you're more likely to get that. So creating environments where, you know, as you've written about with respect to minor tweaks in the environment that create one behavior rather than another, what are often called channel factors, make the paths to donation and social good uh, easier um, should help during the times that people feel these feelings. Yeah, what do you think about gyms? I always thought that gyms might fulfill some of this uh, requirement, right? I mean, we go to the gym, we torture ourselves, it's awful, it's unpleasant. Uh, could we create a series of bad gyms for bad people that you would come and you would exercise until it really hurts and somebody would scream at you and, and shout at you, thereby <laughs> at least increasing people's health? Uh, you've got a much more active imagination than I do. Yeah, that's, uh, I like that image. Um, it would be nice if you could, uh, I mean, talk about contributing to the social good, if all of those devices the, that you are moving could be hooked up to actually generate uh, electricity. Uh, I'm not an engineer, so I don't know how feasible that is. But, uh, boy, are we wasting lots of expended energy by yeah. not doing something yeah. like that. So something that involves both the exercising and uh and energy. We'll, we'll, we'll try and design something. Excellent. Uh, Tom, as always, it was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. It was fun, Dan. Take care. Take care. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with economist and New York Times bestselling author Dan Ariely of Duke University. Dan's latest book is The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. You can subscribe to the Arming the Donkeys podcast and learn more about dishonesty, irrationality, and other human quirks at danarielly.com.